0: all right what's up peeps man uh thank y'all for listening uh tuning in uh this is the trade talk 77 with your host uh bucket man 77 here uh episode two Uh, i'm gonna call this one me myself and i believe uh i'm your host again to my right here is my lovely wife jana aka miss bucket man that she really does not like that name um but anywho uh, we introduced uh, Brad last episode on episode one, uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Me and Brad have been together five years. and uh, so Make it
1: sound like a marriage.
0: It is. It's a work marriage. Uh, no, definitely. We can read each other's mind most days. We can uh, finish each other's uh, sentences, believe it or not. And it is strange. Um, he knows what I'm thinking. I know what he's thinking. Uh, we, you know... I mean, a lot of guys, a lot of work people. You do the same way. Everybody same way. If you got a work relationship, you and you're tight. So, but it's a good thing. So, you got each other's back. Look after each other. But anyways, we done Brad last week. That was good. We had a good, uh, we had a good, uh, good talk. And uh, a lot of people uh, listened last week. We were proud of that. Friends, family, whatnot. So we're getting into the podcast business. I think it's going good. Uh, one thing that you just learned: you can't ramble all the time because it makes no sense. So. It is what it is, but this is episode 2 uh, glad to be here. If you don't follow us, get us on TikTok, Bucketman77. We're going to try to uh, put more stuff on Instagram. Uh, that is also Bucketman77. Big C, my son, uh, is going to upload uh, our videos and whatnot on YouTube, which we have a YouTube that is also Bucketman77. So it's all out there, Bucketman77. Love a
1: good, love a good trademark. That's right. So
0: <laughs> uh, merchandise is coming soon. We are trying to work on that. Uh, We're in the process of that, so it just just takes time. Um, But comment
1: and tell us what kind of merchandise you would like.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're going to try to get a array of stuff, stuff for Brad, you know, stuff with his name on it. Uh, You know, Brad is, uh, just quote-unquote, the face of the company, really. But anyways, this episode, uh, what we're talking about, Brad had a good uh, point last week, is uh, how did you get into it? And I said, well, I'm going to do an episode of that on our own, so... That's where my wife comes in. Uh, just a little bit about us real quick, though. We have been together. Uh, I mean, 17? Almost 18 years married, uh, 19 years together. So it's been a good ride. Uh, one of the best days of my life was getting married to this lady here. Uh, she changed me in a lot of ways. So for I the knew better, I promise. It, it, was, better. it was for the better. <laughs> I was working uh, all the time. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Man, I'd work candy cane. Uh, Somebody asked me one time. uh, What
1: up. You would work what?
0: Candy cane.
1: I'm going to need you to um, explain that (laughs) Murrayism.
0: Yeah, C-A-N to C-A-N-T, candy cane. Oh, uh, can.
1: Like I can do it until I can't can't do 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 it it anymore. Okay. I thought yeah. you said like candy cane. I was, no,
0: I was candy cane. Just the way I talk. So uh, a lot well, of people. That was that one of
1: the things that made me fall in love with you, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Yeah. So, Your Murrayisms. You got to figure them out, and I'd uh, never heard ninety percent of them.
0: I have a lot of sayings and <laughs> don't really know where they come from, but uh, but who. So we met. She was living <laughs> in North Alabama, uh, so she's uh, you know northern girl, and I was down here, and she traveled around with her with her parents. Her dad was in the military, so. Uh, she's a lot more proper, a lot more educated, uh, talks a lot better than I do. But, uh, I recruited her to move down to South Alabama. Recruited um, me. God, yeah, God's country. So that's where she landed and we ended up dating and uh, we got married and, uh, it's been a good ride ever since. Uh, got two kids, uh, very proud of, proud of our business. Uh, so she's been with me through, uh, most of my journey or a lot of my journey. Uh, About 10 years she wasn't with me in the trade business, but she has been for the last 18. And she can tell you it's a a bumpy road sometimes, it's up and down sometimes, but you see the good and the bad and the ugly of it all. Um, And she's been right there with me. We've prayed about it, we've talked about it, uh, why are we still in it, things of that nature. So uh, that's kind of where we're at. And uh, just a little bit, uh, she was just kind of interviewing me today is what she wanted to do, and just a little bit about why I started and what the reason was behind me starting, so.
1: Well, you're going to have to back it on up a little bit and tell us, I know that because of who your father was, is, I guess he still is, but he doesn't work full-time anymore. But I know you grew up in it. I did. So give us a little, just short, brief, please do not go into the long childhood story, but a little bit about how teenager, how your dad would make you work or wanted to work with you. And then... Jumped to like after high school ish
0: okay uh so my dad uh was a long time plumber electrician in this area so we live in Henry county alabama dad uh, i would say he was like the county electrician and plumber i mean there were other guys around don't get me wrong there's some good guys uh, a couple of them that come to knowledge or passed away now but uh but dad uh, he stayed more or less in the county i mean they could depend on him to to go anywhere and, th- and that's what he did so Back in the early days, of, I remember him just growing up. I mean, uh, him out there working, you know, he'd be gone. Well, first of all, he cooked breakfast every morning. So that's one thing I give him uh, props on. My dad cooked breakfast for our family. There were six of us in the household every morning. Um, and that was awesome. So we'd eat at 5.30. After that, we cleaned up. He was going to work. He blew the horn when he come down our half-mile driveway. and We'd be scattered in the woods or something. But he'd blow the horn, and that was time to come in. So he he'd make those twelve-hour days, you know, and uh, but he worked hard. Uh, I can still remember Dad one time told me that he was making ten dollars an hour, and wow. I mean, yeah, that was in the uh, first of nineties. But anyway, mm, with a family of family of six, <laughs> sick. So think about that flood. My mom was a teacher, so thank God for that. So, but anyway, so just being around him, uh, my uncle C.J. Elliot is a uh, was an electrician, also. A electrical instructor at Wallace College in um, Eufaula, Alabama, for 27 years. Uncle Joe knew electricity back and forth. He just he just knew it. Um, he was an early days, uh, late 40s, 50s, late 50s, 60s plumber and electrician. Now, funny thing is about this area, and I'm not sure about other areas in the state of Alabama, but in our region of Dothan in this area. If you did plumbing and electrical, residential, you did them together. There was no split. you done one, you done both.
1: That seems odd because when you put water with electricity, it yeah. doesn't really work. But I guess when you're doing houses or any type of residential, especially new construction, you have to kind of do them at the same time because you, well, I mean, yeah, you you, you got to right. do them before you put the walls up. you got to yeah. do them before you, you know, there's certain things that you need to be able to get behind those walls yeah. under those slabs in order we well, have yeah, the next but, stage to come,
0: and I, yeah, Is you're there right. Any
1: reason why you
0: No, there's no, my dad can't, he cannot put a uh, he don't know. He he said that's what you did. I mean, if you did your plumbing, you did electrical. Early days, uh, there, there's a code for both. Um, you just kind of he just kind of grew up knowing it. Uncle Joe taught him, he didn't really have any formal education uh, until he graduated high school, so he worked with Uncle Joe during the summers. He also farmed, he comes from a farming family. He helped my grandfather and my uncle farm, and it really that's what my dad wanted to do. And I'm gonna interview my dad, I'll let him tell you more about it. But he really wanted to farm. Um, he went to electrical school in 1965 and 66 at Wallace College. It just opened the doors in 65 here at Dothan. They offered a night school, he went to the night school. He graduated high school in 65, yeah, 65 so uh yeah cause my dad's 75 this year that's right so so he went to night school and then got drafted uh, a couple years later in 67 68 spent a couple years over in Vietnam two or three years over there and came back now he wanted a farm and I and he, he'll tell you the story too but you know unfortunately you get drafted you going to Vietnam you don't know if you're coming back I mean I just that's I mean that's no easy way to say it and, and he'll tell you that too so when he was gone you know the farm, was my 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 still uncle had
1: to, still had to go on
0: that's right my uncle had graduated high school and him and my, my my grandfather kind of entered a partnership and in, into it's what i was told so not that my dad was left out but you just didn't know now when he came back things were rolling pretty good and he just decided that hey you know i think i'm gonna go uncle joe's way and be a plumber electrician He was really good at it so i got a picture and man i wish i had that picture i'll show you all. i'll do it with my dad um, but I got a picture of him in 69 or 70 with his work truck and I'll just, I'll show that picture uh, on YouTube. It's pretty cool. Uh, he hand painted a sign on his truck. I don't know, F-250, wooden ladders. He built his own ladder rack. It was pretty cool. But So he really kind of started on his own in 69 or 70. He came back from the war and that's where he started. So, Uh, He did it for uh, all those years. He enjoyed it. My dad was really good at it. I mean, he was good at plumbing, good at electrical. And when you get good at something, it's just an everyday motion then, just knocking it out. He was so good. I mean, he could tell you what was wrong before he got there. He knew what was wrong. He could fix it. So, you know, just growing up into this, I was a goer, shaker, doer. I love my dad. I always want to ride around with him. That's what I did. I mean, when he was gone, I was gone. When he was waking up on Saturdays doing something, I was right there with him. Um, my brother on the other hand bless his heart love him to death but he'll tell you it just didn't interest him it did me i don't know why my brother didn't take a knack too and i did i have no idea you know well, i it's, think that's
1: personality and yeah. different ways of doing things and it's kind of like our see kids. the world differently our kids definitely Cody, see the world differently yeah, each Cody, of them
0: cody's a little different uh he may end up into it one day he's more interested in other stuff like my brother now my daughter you know our daughter you know, uh, she's, she's all about it. She's going to own the company. Watch yeah, out. She's all about it. She wants, to, she wants to work in the dirt business, what she told me. So, <laughs> I mean, it's funny. But, uh, but you anyway, know, so I was kind of like, you know, so I went with him many time. So, I learned. One of
1: my favorite stories that you tell, just a quick one here, is you and uh, sitting in the truck with your dad when you were small.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. He would take me to uh, daycare also. it was pretty cool. He'd, I had a bl- uh, black uh, lunchbox, old school, and it flipped over. And he made, I would sit there, and he didn't have no doors on the truck. No doors, F-250, <laughs> F- F- no doors at all. I don't know why, it was It was hot. It, we rode around in the wintertime. But, and you know, into that long dirt road out in the country, and steady so when he got to the uh, road, you know, he just kind of peeled off to the right. We was going into Columbia, you know, about eight miles away. And, but lo and behold, that one morning, somebody coming down the, the paved road and he didn't notice it and he slammed on brakes and I flew off that dang lunchbox <laughs> and it hit my head on the dash. So the next day, Daddy had put two eye bolts in the back of the seat, and he had a Smart bungee cord. Smart
1: man. So when
0: I sat on the, uh, I sat on the toolbox, he brought that bungee cord around my arms, and and here I am now, like this, riding. I just on want it. to
1: know, was it one of those, you know, the old rubbery? Oh,
0: black, yeah. Oh, the, oh yeah, those old school black. When he had hooked it, <laughs> so it was pretty neat. I mean, that's my dad, and He invented it all, man. We it's okay. Just, he's so that's was in a in, whole yeah, He was in a state of invention all the time.
1: He still always is. Yeah, always still is,
0: still is to this day.
1: But let's talk about you So, so
0: after yeah. the lunchbox situation. So Lunchbox, <laughs> doing that. Um, so I just I went with him everywhere. So I started learning it. But I was getting better and better. And through high school, I'd work on. We had a, a family friend. I work on his farm. Uh, and I'd help him. I'd help daddy. So I was doing both. But as you get older, you see the child tribulations, the struggle that your parents go through. And I swore up and down I wasn't going to do this work. I said, mm-hmm. nope. I said, I've seen my dad do it. I've seen him break his back. I've seen him struggle. I've seen him, I'm, I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it. And I just swore it off for years. I tried college, so I spent one semester in college, believe it or not. And uh, well, one year and one semester, trying to go back and forth. But anyways, didn't work out. Um, school wasn't for me. Uh, I called my dad and said, Dad, you know, I wasted your money, and you know, I apologize, and I, and I was deeply uh, apologetic about it, because I did, I wasted your money. School's not for me, what am I gonna do? And he simply said, you come back home, and you can work with me. No problem. You'll have a job. He said, I will find you somewhere to stay, and you, can start, you can start. can you mean find it.
1: you somewhere to stay? You I can't do. come when and we all, move There were six of
0: us. I was the youngest. When I moved out, they had remodeled the room. <laughs> Every room in the house was taken but the guest room, and you weren't going to lay your head in the guest room. That's was the guest room. so <laughs> are So you're. So, so, you're, so and all in all, when I was 18 a half, 19 years old, it's like, I, I'll find you somewhere to stay. You're going to start paying rent somewhere, but it ain't going to be here. And uh, he says, me and your mama's and. Wow. We don't. Yeah, he said That's we so know, completely
1: different from today's.
0: Society. I know. He's like we we've already we we're used to y'all out of the house. You ain't coming back. So, and that was it. And uh, believe it or not, he struck a deal with Mister Billy Woods, a friend of ours, Nedland, who had some duplexes. And that Monday, as I'm moving out on Friday, that Monday I had a place to stay, paying rent, and I had a job. So I was very lucky. So, so you so, did
1: get to stay in the guest room, like maybe no. one or two nights.
0: oh uh, no, I didn't come on that Sunday. Oh, I okay. rolled right in uh, my I was know. moving into my apartment on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it was, like middle of the month. I mean, I had to pay the half rent. I was depressed. <laughs> I thought I was going to get like a month free, but, you know, it didn't work out. So, anyway. You
1: know, Dad, wanted you you start paying it back? Then? Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, that's where my career began. I began uh, minimum wage In was five-something an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where he started me. He says, you gonna work minimum wage for a little bit. You're going to see what it's like. I'll move you up as long as you progress. So, I did. So, right then, I swallowed my pride. I humbled myself and I said, "If I'm going to do this, I'm going to be the best that I best best that I can do," and that that's where my journey kind of took off. So I started soaking the knowledge up, absorbing everything he was teaching me. I was learning every service call we went on, every house we did, everything about school, I was reading books, reading plumbing books, and I kind of figured out the code. You know, we got a code, so I was reading code books. I was doing this, doing that. So that's kind of where I started. Uh, at uh, you know, I tell everybody I was raised doing it, but I really didn't start till I was eighteen or nineteen.
1: Now how quick business. was it until he let you like do some on your own? Uh, like, I, let's just say well, you know, I, let's say you know a service call, not necessarily you know a big huge yeah. situation, but something right. like you said earlier, he just Washington knew what was Washington going on. Totally. Absolutely. And so he can send you. He knew that you yeah. were confident. About how long did that take? Once well, about first? a year.
0: I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, we but. You got to think. Now, my dad had a when I was working with him, he had a couple of guys working with him, and they were kind of doing service calls too. So I was riding with them, riding a low with man him. on the totem pole. So, you know, and then one uh, a friend of ours worked with him for years, and then he wanted to get out of the business, which he did, and uh, and he went on. So that kind of put me back into into that place. I was about a year and a half after I started, maybe two years, and then my pay went up. Yeah, I was making I think he paid me like eight bucks an hour and I was, yeah oh yeah i mean this was i mean look i'm not old but this was like 90 98 99 i'm like i'm getting eight dollars an hour i mean i was like i'm I, you know we ain't high on the hog now we're going to red <laughs> lobster you know what i mean i mean yeah that's the kind of stuff i'm doing so but anyway that's where i started uh and i just absorbed it and i got good at it uh i'm, I'm very personable I, that's what i've been no. told i can talk to anybody really uh, old ladies love me <laughs> uh mamas love me so i was you know going into homes wasn't a big deal i was very trustworthy Clean how many up. pies
1: did you make? Did you get paid in pies?
0: I did. I, we yeah uh, we I, man I tell you quick story on that. <laughs> My dad had one customer, older lady, and she would pay him in peanut butter pies.
1: Ooh, that's yes, worth. they were awesome,
0: and he never said no. It didn't matter how many days, hour, whatever he spent over there, he didn't charge for anything. But she always had three or four peanut butter pies made, and that's that's what you know that's what we did. So quick. So when my dad kind of was retiring and I was taking over, I remember going over to her house one time, and I was going to, you know, just draw her out a bill real right. quick. And she had them pies laid up on her counter, and she said, well, you know, your daddy, I just always give him pies, and that was it. And, and I looked dead at her, and I said, yes, ma'am. And I just, <laughs> that, that I had a bill in my pocket. I just, I didn't bring it out. I said, yes, ma'am. And that's the way it was. So, what mean you take home? Two? Two, yeah. You I, ate uh, one there. They were all. And sure. then took her home. <laughs> I mean, I had, I had the older ladies. They would break milk, I mean, cookies, tea.
1: And, and you were it. single, so that always helped.
0: Absolutely. They, and But they wanted to talk. I mean, Absolutely. They, had, they didn't have anybody to talk to. So, you know. But well, you're we a funny were, guy. And we were talking. It, so, it was awesome. But, yeah, so that's kind of how I started my journey into to the business, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, there was a point in there my dad was kind of phasing out. He had spent 30-plus years in it, and he was really ready for a change. So, he... Uh, kind of rolled over about 2001, 2002. Um, we had some tough years in there because 2000, the kind of the economy hit, and, I, and I, we had enough work for him, so he said, well, I'm going to stay with it, but you need to find, you know, some work. And so I did. I worked on the offshore for a couple of years, or well, 18 months. And then uh, that was good, good money, but I knew I didn't want to stay there. So after the economy started ramping back up, I come home. He said, look, I'm getting out. You take over. Um, you can use, you know, use your my name, whatever you want to use. So, you know, it was Ronnie Yance Plumbing Electric, so I just changed it to Yance Plumbing Electric, and then that's when I went. Funny thing is about it, we had we had no li. I mean, I had a business license, I had insurance, but I had no license at all. Period. Funny thing about license here in Alabama. I um, mean, like, like plumbing license, yeah, plumbing, plumbing electrical, electrical license, license. yes. Okay. No, that if you if you went to get a business license in the town they didn't care if you had a plan you just told them you are not play electric they'd cut you a license. license mean, wasn't no big deal um the state yeah i mean we never heard from electrical board i didn't i didn't know electrical board existed until well i'd heard about it it was a myth that existed but <laughs> for the little man it, it you know we were so used to just being able to work in all these towns because we had a city license that mm-hmm. we, we never thought anything else but, about it. But my dad got his plumbing license in about 89 or 90. It just so happens we were in on family vacation in Branson, Missouri, and my dad talked to everybody. He was talking to an old boy, <laughs> said he was from Alabama, where well, this guy was too, said he was a plumber. Well, this guy's on the plumbing board. What? Yeah, and Gavin, lo and behold, it was David Wilcox. <laughs> and he was our executive director here in Alabama for years. David was me and him's buddies. He, he lives right in, like, in Headland now today um, is what's so weird about it. So we're all friends. But he, he said, well, you need to go ahead and get your paperwork out, filled out, and you'll be grandfathered in forever. So my dad did. As soon as he come home, he sent it off to the plumbing board. Didn't even know a plumbing board existed. My dad didn't in mm-hmm. Alabama. So things just didn't trickle down yeah. to, to where we were. I mean, we were just low-key making a living and but we're not the only ones this is everybody oh yeah so my dad had a lifetime father grandfather. Dan was pretty cool so i worked off his license for years and then david wilcox coming one day and he said look he said i know your daddy's retired i know you're working off his license he said but you got to do something
1: what do you mean what do you mean working off his license like well my dad had his me? license
0: so i could as long as he worked quote unquote for the company then i didn't have to get mine so i kept my dad on the payroll you had to work so many hours a week. and, and,
1: and So you were apprentice or journeyman? or. Well,
0: whatever. I was just a plumber. They're, they're, you didn't yeah, even they have they are. They are apprentice, journeyman, and master plumbers. But uh, I was none I'm of just those. Working for him. I was just working <laughs> off my dad's license. Uh, and people still do that today, believe it or not, uh, which is illegal. But you could keep him on a payroll. So I kept him on a payroll, paid him minimum wage to keep his license. So probably not. Probably kind of shady, but that's what we did. I mean, I ain't going to, you know, I'm not going to doubt it. But anyways, David said, uh, you need to do
1: something.
0: <laughs> he said, what I'll do for you is, he said, if you come take the test, he said, I'll, I will let you take the journeyman's test. You study, you come, you come sit for it. He said, a journeyman has to hold his license a year in the state before he can take his master's. He said, I will let all this happen. If you do what I'm telling you right now, he was very good to me. And he he was good to everybody. I mean, David, we just we loved David as an executive director.
1: Well, I mean, he knew you could do the work. He just needed you to do the paperwork.
0: Yes, the paperwork. So right. he let Daddy run for two more years, but I so I passed my journeyman's a year later. I passed my master's, and that was in, oh like two thousand three, and uh, so I've had my master player, too. I, I don't know. You probably it may it may only be fourteen years. I don't know when it was really. Uh, in you have in to between two thousand. Uh, yeah. On that. I, so, but anyways, now nah, before that, 2003, but anyways, uh, so I've had my master's that long in Alabama. Now, electrical, whole different ball game. Yeah. We never knew electrical board even existed. <laughs> They've done nothing for us. They still don't do much. I'm not going to lie to you. We So don't not he- like the plumbing board. No, we don't hear anything from electrical board, only if you make a mistake or they're out to get you. There's nothing that comes from Alabama electrical board. I think it's a waste of money, waste of time that we even have to pay them. Uh, if there were things sure that they, they write codes, no, if they were, if there are things that they would do for us, it'd be better. But anyways, not get on that. So we had all these city license. Okay. Would electrical board come out with a, uh, thing about as long as you had city license, they would give you a electrical contractor's license by them to work in the cities, yada, yada, yada. So in about 2000, Ooh, 10, 12, maybe. Uh, something like that. That's what I did. I said, "Well, I'll have a card." And I did. We had a card. Um, didn't want, You still wasn't an electrical contractor. You just—it's called a provisional license. Some of y'all may still have them. Some of them you may—you may have heard of them. Um, but that gets you in the door. And then, after that, I said I had that for several years. And I said, "You know, I need to go get it. All I got to do is pass the test." I studied up. I went oh, I remember.
1: Yeah, I remember I you one. studying up. Yeah,
0: I studied up, went past it, got my left contract. Wasn't
1: that the one we had to tab the book 800 oh, yeah. different times? Yeah. And then, like, the guy was like, "Your tabs are all."
0: Oh in yeah. The spot. And you were
1: like, "What do you mean, my tabs?"
0: Yeah. I t- actually took that test twice. Passed it. Uh, it's because your
1: tabs were in the wrong spot. <laughs>
0: yeah, I passed it. You 73, 74. Because like, we had
1: to drive out of town. Oh yeah. yeah I, I mean, I made up, the car. weekend of it. I remember like hanging out in the hotel lobby and yeah. the pool. Yeah, While you were downstairs <laughs> taking a test.
0: That's right. I mean, so I was. I took that and pay, or failed the first time on my own. Second time I went back. That's your tap right? I made like a 70 the first time. Made like an 89 the second time. I won't fail it again. Right. It was like 200 dollars a test. You know, money was tight then. So, but just doing that, and that's uh, so. I got it, and and actually now our business holds uh, sub license. We actually are prime license holders. Uh, we are limited. We can do anything. We got a, a limited license now. I've I made sure of that I went took another test, uh, business and tax test. Now we're prime contractors. Uh, ain't a lot of prime primes. I mean there are there are a lot, but there's more just electrical contractor and prime. Prime takes a lot, but proud to have that. That's just for certain companies we work with. Um, but you remember uh working so when I worked for the plumbing company so before i so i was i was working for myself after my dad you know quote unquote retired he actually started working with the city of dothan i done did it for three or four years we got married uh two thousand five and I decided you know right now <clears throat> things are getting tough again two thousand four yeah you remember uh remember the uh the early days when so uh, 2005, we got married, like I said, and the economy was going in a tank, you remember that? 2004 was coming, man, the recession was coming. I was in love, I
1: didn't know anything like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, whatever.
0: So uh, I was like, this this is not gonna work, I'm not making enough money, I'm just not producing out, we don't know what's gonna happen. Oh
1: yeah, I was scared that you yeah. owned your own company, I remember having that I conversation. Know.
0: So what I did was, I said, you know, I'm gonna close up shop, I didn't, know, I didn't owe no money to nobody, we had no payments, you know, I was very thankful for that. We actually got rid of the backhoe. Remember that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Your baby, you yeah. mean? Yeah, we got rid of the backhoe. Never seen a grown man cry. I know,
0: but it was time. So we used we went to use out it no, for
1: everything.
0: We went out no money. um and I had a friend uh that got on in a, pl- a plumbing company, a commercial plumbing company, and I had done some commercial work, but not a lot of it. And I said, you know, he said, I can get you on. It's no problem. Made some phone calls. I got interviewed the next that week after, and I got hired. So. With just my basic knowledge of everything and then having my plumbing license, or whatever, um, excelled me and stepped me up to a foreman. I said, well, We're going to start you off as a foreman. So, going into it, uh, uh, one of my uh, friends still living, Mr. Lee Taylor, Leo Taylor over in Newville, uh, never met him before until that morning. I showed up and he said, I'm Leo i'm Murray and we become fast friends fast
1: friends (laughs) yeah he
0: took me under his wing and he told me he said i'll teach you everything i know he said just stay in there with me hang in there with me and you can make some good money at this so now this was in 2006 when all that happened all right yeah 2006 yeah so uh my dates are getting my mind but anyways so uh i worked with them about three years, nine months. I Until still after I, Cody was born, I'd still be with him. I mean, that was a good company. They, 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 they. So they started me at nineteen dollars an hour. Now I was going from making. Well, I was, I was I don't making know, when you living story started, You were at five seventy five. Well, five seven, then eight. Then my dad started. I mean, then in that time period, I was making like ten or eleven. But I was paying myself really not maybe maybe fifteen bucks an hour uh, on my own. But man, they started me at nineteen. Give me a truck, gas card. But the only thing was, it just we had a lot of work out of town.
1: I was okay with that. Yeah,
0: so we stayed out of town, and Jana was uh, uh, pregnant uh, not too long after that. Or oh, no, Cody was born.
1: Well, it w- you oh say yeah. out of town. He was not. No, he wasn't born yet. I was. We were yeah, first married. That's right. And it, you say out of town. Okay, like you're exaggerating. So you would leave. Yeah. On first thing, 4 a.m. or so. Yeah. Or
0: 3 a.m. Monday.
1: On Monday morning, oh. and you would be back by Thursday night. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. We well, had still out of town work. It,
1: right? And I get that, but like when I say I'm, I was. You know, I had a weekend of work basically, and then you would come home, and then we would do stuff together. So it wasn't like you were gone all week; it was just like three nights. Three nights. I mean, that wasn't that big of a deal. It's not. I mean, now we work
0: twelves and or tens, twelves and. And they boy, to
1: did you get on a routine? I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I got on I a mean, routine. Sunday yeah. after church, you and I would spend most of the day cooking and prepping oh, yeah. for food. We yeah. would we would do well, all yeah. of your food
0: prep. Well, now you got to tell them those early days. We 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 I, and now we're very so. Just I'm, to back up, I'm I know a little stingy. Yeah, we we're very frugal with money. And now I wasn't at one time. Now I go ahead. I and like to that. coupon. Um, but me and me and Jenna got married. Uh, we made a we made a commitment that we were not going to spend needless, and we don't. We still don't today. So you remember, then things were frugal, dude. We we packed lunch for every day. Oh yeah. I mean, if like I I, I told her, I said I'm going to eat Subway and this snack this week, and we we're like, oh my god, he's going to eat Subway. So we then we
1: would only do two for two, yeah, and so you would have to use half of it for lunch the next the day. the next day. I mean, like we planned ahead.
0: I mean, and so you had the Continental Breakfast absolutely, we were, we were and I in expected on that. you to take snack in oh, your yeah, pocket yeah. at so, Continental Breakfast. And I did. I take stuff to work. I eat. I eat. So and that's stupid. it was the same
1: thing. Day. So for one week. Every lunch would be identical.
0: Oh yeah, oh and yeah. Then I next
1: week, now I might cook something like in the crock pot, and yeah. he would have, but he would have the same thing every two day. and a half,
0: about two and a half <laughs> year or two. Years really rotated ro- like two or three different yeah. meals. Two years on the road, I ate the same thing every day for lunch and every day for uh, my nightly meal. But that that's fine. I'm a creature of habit. I can do it. But things were tight. Man, we were scrimping and saving. But I was making nineteen dollars an hour, and that was that was good, and didn't have to pay for gas. Uh, you know, that, so in a, in a point we were doing. We're doing okay, but uh, and she's a teacher, so we were doing okay, and, you know nothing. Not
1: at that time, though.
0: Yeah, but it was. I wasn't tired, making. And then, and then here comes you know Cody, uh, was pregnant with him, so I was with the company. Uh, I watched the national game in what was it, 2010? What
1: national game?
0: The uh, the NCAA championship, national uh, college championship game in January is on a. Uh, at that time, it was it was still on the weekend at that time. No, it was on Monday. Yeah, Monday night. Went to Valdosta, and they laid me off Thursday. So that was crazy, and Lee knew it. He didn't want to tell me to the end of the day. And at lunch, he said, I got some bad news. And, and, you know, I wasn't mad. I just said, well, you know, I'm disappointed. Because they kept some that needed to go, but they didn't keep me. And the reason they didn't keep me is they could save that nineteen dollars an hour mm-hmm. and keep them boys from making ten eleven.
1: Didn't they phase out that whole plumbing section though?
0: Yes, they eventually. It, it took them some years, but they actually did. So, but anyway, so that road that that ride came to an end. Uh, I came back home. Lee, actually, hours. I had to leave my yeah. truck. I had to leave my truck over there. So it was like a long ride home. Three guys in the truck. That, didn't really house three guys and <laughs> all our stuff, and then he brought me home, and I called home told John, I said, hey, they've let me go. Uh, that they, way well, they've laid us off. Now, it wasn't just me. I mean, there was about 10 of us got cut that day out of off the Valdosta office. So, you know, I was kind of bummed. Uh, a I was couple, freaking out. Yeah, oh, yeah, you were just, oh, Brand yeah, new baby I, at the house. I had no clue baby. what you were going to do. So she asked me. She just looked at me, and she said, what are you going to do? I said, what do you mean what I'm going to do? I said, I'm fitting to put my tools back on the truck and go back to work.
1: Well, I didn't want to own a business again.
0: Yeah, and she was that like scares
1: me. You're in charge of everything. I know. Every she, aspect of everything. And it freaked me out again.
0: So um so we it is. That, that was a big that was a big decision there. And
1: like I, I remember you and I sitting down, hitting our knees, praying to God. Oh yeah, praying. Making it work. I said, because I'm freaking out. Oh yeah. Like i oh. I'm I mean freaking out. No, benefits and all of that i mean well, we everything
0: but well, we had all the teacher stuff and we knew we had that so i said Look. no i
1: wasn't teaching yet oh no you wouldn't i weren't te- i was i mean that. i, I oh, had I'm benefits sorry.
0: but it wasn't I'm quite sorry. the same yeah, yeah. you wasn't teaching man my memory is so bad right that's right you weren't even teaching yet so
1: i didn't have so any. we didn't
0: even know that that's right so yeah we just had regular benefits weren't much but we had to go because we were using my benefits remembering and then we had to get on that other thing where uh, anyways that's expensive that was like yeah. some uh it's all like 800 bucks a month for all three of us. Uh, but anyway, we did that. Um, yes, we got, there's a lot of praying and I, and I made some phone calls. I said, look, I've talked to all these people. I said, I am. Sneak camera. All right, so uh, yeah, and you know, was, was praying a lot. And I just, uh, I, I called, made some phone calls, said, look, man, I got to get back in the game. My job didn't work out. I got laid off, yada, yada, yada. So, so uh, just doing that and uh, you know, kind of got the word back out that, hey, I'm in the game again. Uh, so we were going with uh, you know We were going with uh, people to do houses service calls things of that nature um, You know just trying to make it happen again um, and you were still steadily uh, uh, Praying all time and then uh, you know just the money aspect of it, you know, how we're gonna do it business whatnot, and all that kind of stuff um, So that's kind of where we're at uh, one thing we did decide as a family in a house uh, you know, uh, with our finances, what we're going to do, you know, God's in control. And that's the way we kind of played that is, you know, we're going to turn our finances over to the Lord, uh, be conservative, uh, don't waste our money. Don't try to waste the money. Don't want to waste our money. So, uh, that's what we get Pray to get prayed about that. And that's, that's one of the things I can tell people to do because it'll help you, uh, tremendously in the long, long run. So just doing that things progressed, uh, I was getting more and more busy uh busier uh hired my cousin to work with me you know we did that for a couple of years he stayed with us about three years and then I've, ha- I've had guys come and go but just being steady we always had steady work I mean there wasn't nothing uh there wasn't steady I was doing uh, service calls I was doing houses uh, I was busy all the time mm-hmm. I mean we made a good living there was nothing nothing about it
1: uh I, what's funny is I just remember that one time you were um Kind of put your name back out there. You're like, yeah, I'm back working. Like I just remember you. You didn't even take half a day to make enough phone calls to say I'm back working, and you had enough work.
0: Yeah, and I I mean not
1: like overwhelming work, but I mean it was steady enough to put stuff on the table, and that's what we needed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and you just (laughs) to
1: make me not freak out. (laughs) Yeah, you had that good reputation too. uh, Because you were getting calls even when you were doing the commercial stuff. People were still calling. Still calling. I would. Are they still calling your dad or your home phone?
0: to be right. honest and i was i was doing some on fridays and some on saturdays if, just to make a little extra money for me and jana you know if something needed so but that was cool we were doing that uh just progression you know we we stayed busy uh the help situation's kind of hard to find help here and there but i can maintain most of everything by myself i didn't try to grow too big um so but i just i knew that uh i was good at what i done i mean i was good at plumbing i was good at plumbing i was good at electrical but i says you know I got there's a, there's a way out there to make a little bit more money. And I'm not obsessed with obsessed with money by no means, but I said just to have a little bit more in the bank, in the business, not personal. Now, we're doing okay, um, you know, financially we're okay. But you I just said, wanted just, some
1: like yeah, just
0: do, Well, you wanted to be able to buy to what you to make it to make a down payment mm-hmm. on tools or a new truck or just something. Now I never had anything new, but just something I could afford to, to buy. Just buying tools was a, was a big thing. And I learned more and more about business. I learned what to do, what not to do. I, and I made my share of mistakes, I can tell you that. But I just had that passion for it, and I enjoyed it. So uh, I was a good plumber, good electrician. People knew that, and I really took pride in my craft. Uh, I'd go back. I would, I'd make just little minor changes. I would uh, do this, that for customers. I would talk them into stuff because I said that's the way I wanted on my house. But I just knew after all the residential years that this just wasn't my calling. My, uh, They're just, i just be honest with you, if you're just not doing bounds and bounds of it, or, or have five guys running service all day, you can really wear yourself out, you can run yourself ragged, and the money's just not there for what you're getting. And I knew I gotta make a change, so I decided to, to go big or go home there for a minute, and uh, I decided, you know, I'm gonna put kind of the electrical on the back burner a little bit, and. I'm just going, I'm going to get out and do commercial plumbing, man. I'm good at it. So uh, that's where we started, man. I bid it on, a, on one of the, uh, just a low-key job with a contractor that I knew in Dothan. And and he said, are you, you, know, you going to bid this job? I said, absolutely. I'd, I'd like to bid one with you. And I got it. And it wasn't big. I think it was like $25,000 plumbing job. Now, that, that was big, huge to me. I mean, us, yeah. I, I've never had a 25000 I mean, it took like four, it took four or five houses to make $25,000. And that's plumbing and electric. But I was like, dude, this guy's gonna pay me 25, you know, I bid $25,000 on this job. It was just a couple of bathrooms, kitchen, little, it was a little multi-purpose center. Well, it went smooth. We, man, was still sweating copper and doing all this, you know, they doing all that old school stuff. And I said, man, that's good. Everything went good, man. He shook my hand, you know, in a job. We made dates, we made changes. Money was, was still pretty tight, but we was able to buy some more tools we needed. Uh, I was able to build a small building, you know, out back. and. Uh, just things of that nature, kind of upgrade stuff. Uh, and that's what I wanted to do, you know, and then I was able to hire somebody. So that was good. We was, was hiring somebody, so. And then the commercial work started coming more. On. Once you get, they know you, and you do a good job, the name gets passed on well. I was noticing some of the bigger guys in Dothan, we were head-to-head on bids. Sometimes they would be getting it. Sometimes I'd be getting it. But but all in all, we were dollar for cents, and, Uh, so I started doing some, uh, some bigger work, you know, and and now look, we're just really a two or three man show, but I've always been able to do plumbing pretty quick because I dream about it. I can see the job in my mind, I dream about it and I, I know what to do, so I'd go in there and whoop it out the next day.
1: Well, because you say you dream about it, it sounds a little weird, but what you mean is that you, you see the steps before they happen. Oh, absolutely. So you know, you know exactly like today. Is going to be day one. This, this, this has to happen in order for day two to work out where I need it to. Not like you're sitting there dreaming about the plans or anything, but you think about it and you can see steps before and problems, to be honest. You see that too. You see problems before they happen. And so you can adjust accordingly. You know, we can make all kinds of different sports analogies here, but I mean, just like a good quarterback would, they see the difference or they see a problem that could happen and you go ahead and adjust for it. And you've always been able to do that.
0: Yeah, on the fly. And uh, so we started growing that up pretty quick. Uh, Had a couple of guys working with me. Everything was going good. Um, Started getting more and more jobs. I mean, we were doing, you know, I would do three or four or five, 25, 35, $45,000 jobs a year, plus service work, plus a little bit of uh, houses on the side, just to keep busy working between jobs. I did that for for several years, three or four years, five years, six years, maybe. Something like that, four or five years.
1: I don't know. I still imagine that you're next door trying to roughen a house somewhere. Yeah, so I was. You need me to come and sweat some pipe for you, and you're like, uh, (laughs) I don't even do that anymore.
0: Yeah, so I was doing that, and I started getting, you know, kind of bigger, but I knew if I got bigger, I had to grow. I had to grow employees, and i just let you all know. Employees are tough, Uh, especially if anybody wants to do plumbing. But I had some guys who would work. Uh, we made it through some thick and thin, thin times, but I know I, I was able to work at a nuclear plant, so we got a local nuclear plant here. Getting on and working at a nuclear plant, I, I made some money on that job. I, you know, we made, well, we made some money. I mean, it didn't last, but what I'm saying is just, you know, tag, tag, You know, the, this business side eats your money up. But it just seems like uh nuclear plant was good. We had some other bigger contracts we were doing. And then it just seems like, hey, this this just not going the way I wanted it to go, and I I couldn't keep I couldn't keep up because I couldn't find good help, and I was really meticulous and particular about our work. My name was on the line. I wanted it to be perfect, and
1: if my, I had, yeah, exactly. And I had That's always g- been a big thing yeah. with you. If my name is going to be on it, it That's better right. be my kind of quality. And it,
0: it some of started slipping. I had to go personally finish up some jobs on the weekends and nights mm-hmm. because some some of our guys and then just, that's when you start letting people go because it's not a bar the and they don't care so anywho, that so nuclear plants my last job I done one at Wayne Farms down here big plumbing job I had that one going nuclear plant going and the one at Pea River uh, co-op going doing all their new facilities I got done with all them I was lagging on the uh, on the nuclear plant job not much but I got it done and I said I, I said I'm out of the plumbing just like that well lo and behold, Mr. Branch, Jerry Branch, been friends with my dad for years, and he had a a J.J. and J. Electrical repair, and his niche was ball field lights and underground and overhead utilities, which I knew nothing about. (laughs) But I have always saw him busy, and he had a niche in the market of what he did. There was nobody against him. And I thought to myself, through the years, I said, you know, I nagged Mr. Jerry. I said, Mr. Jerry, if you ever want to sell, let me know. If you ever want to sell, let me know. All son, I'm not gonna sail anytime soon, you know. Blah blah blah. So he retired from the city of Dothan as a line foreman, superintendent. I done done a line work, uh, high voltage, and then he developed a company and they done ball field lights, and it really wasn't nobody but him. He had a niche for 20-something years. So I nagged him, nagged him. I ran into him. Uh, was at, I was at uh, the Parts House, and, and he was walking in, I was walking out, and he ate I feel like the Parts
1: House is a social club.
0: Uh, it is. Uh, I mean, I
1: feel like like I need to go sometimes to make sure that yeah. I know all these people yeah. that you keep talking about because everything happens at the Parts well,
0: House. Well, yeah, there's two or three Breakfast different happens ones. Happens at it the just, House. It just depends on where you go. But he was walking in, I was walking out. Um, he said, hey, son, what's going on? And, you know, we just started talking, and I told him I just – I was kidding him again. I was kidding him. I so said, Mr. Jerry, said, if you ever want to sell – let me know. He said, son, I got another year and it I'm and I'm retiring. And I and I looked at him and I said, Are you serious? He said, Yes. He said, uh, you know, you've nagged me for years. He said, uh <laughs> That's uh, how you got me yeah. too. He said, yeah, absolutely. He said, Well it's persistence. <laughs> and uh he said, uh uh Are you serious? And I said, Yeah. Because 'cause I'd really kind of I'd seen him more and more too, the last probably year and or two and I would you know, through the years I'd nag him a little bit, but the last couple of years I'd see him I'd nag him real hard. And he said, if you want to learn, you're going to have to work me some and learn this business. And if I feel like you can do it over a time of period when I get ready
1: to retire, we'll talk about it. Well, that was the key. I remember you coming home and you were like, oh, yeah. oh I got to work with him. I'm like, yeah. you own your own business. What do you mean you have to
0: work yeah. with him? Sorry.
1: You're like, well, he's not going to he's not willing to even entertain yeah. selling it to me unless he knows that. I know what I'm doing. And I was just like, oh my gosh, old school with old school. (laughs) This might just work out.
0: And so here we are again, kind of in a whole different uh, scenario of what we're going to do now. Because I'm talking to Jana here about a whole other venture. And she's like, what are you talking about? Scared again. Scared again. I was too. Um, We were doing a little bit of everything. I had a couple guys working. And, you know, I said, you know, I'm going to I told them, here's here's the outlook on the the future. I'm going to I'm gonna help him, we're gonna work, we're gonna finish our jobs, and I'm gonna help him, we're gonna do what we're doing, and uh, and go from there. And so, one guy, one one of my friends, uh, it, he was working with me, he's still my neighbor today, and then he had a company, and he said, you know, I think I wanna get back into my own company again. It kind of the timing was right, and I said, okay, well that's you no know, no skin off my back, I totally understand, so, just me and Brent working in, and I would work on with Mr. Jerry if he had jobs going, I learned the business, it took about a year, and, um, and then he showed me everything i, I got a fast track into the line work got a fast track into the do's and don'ts and i'm still not you know uh, probably qualified one of the most qualified people but i can get through it and i can make it happen i can make it right and i can be safe
1: when you always got them in your back pocket if that's you need right. a phone call <laughs> oh
0: yeah and and all the other people that helped me through but uh we would do ball field lights was a whole different animal so bucket trucks and whatnot so that's how it all began and uh and he said he was ready to retire. And I said, well, do you, you think I could do this? And he said, I have no doubt you could do it. And he said, but you know, naturally it's gonna cost you. So uh, he named his price. And right then I went to the, I mean, next day I went to the bank. And I said, look, here's what I got. Here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to buy. I had good credit. We always had good credit. I mean, I'm a stickler for good credit, paid our bills. I was standing good, standing with the bank. The bank, you know, we have a good relationship. That's why we bank with people south. They're just, they, they'll help you out. Uh, they're good to you, but they'll tell you no also, which I needed. Um, so a good friend of mine was the banker then, and, and she really had her, her doubts. And I ain't, she told me that. She really was questioning back, back and forth on what I really wanted to do. But she said, if you can cough up the collateral and whatever you need, I'll make the loan happen. And, buddy, I swear, I coughed all the cash I had. The mortgage on the house, the mortgage on property I was not even receiving yet. My dad (laughs) let me mortgage 60 acres of the property I was going to get one day, um, thankful to him. And uh, it all worked out. We had a down payment. And uh, when I bought Mr. Branch out. Hold up, hold up,
1: hold up, hold up. When we negotiated with Mr. Branch, do you remember that? Uh, Yeah, well, yeah, I reckon. Well, he did not want to give up his phone number. Oh, yeah, yes. You remember that? He was like, What do you mean I gotta give up my phone? Like, that was the funniest thing because all the schools, all of the. Everybody knew that phone number. They had that phone number. If they didn't have his name. Yep. They had J.J. and J yep. and they had that phone number. I mean, yeah. I remember calling specific places trying to see well who I mean who yeah. who really does know this guy? How many how yeah. much business Everybody does he actually have? Everybody knew Mr. Brandt. And they may not have known his name, yep. the bookkeeper, but, but if they looked him up, that phone number yep. and I but they knew he, the guy
0: that fixed the ball field line.
1: I re, exactly.
0: So that's I mean coaches had his name, Absolutely. principals had his name. Uh we I got superintendents have my name now. I mean it's it's so funny. But you're right, Mr. But Branch he
1: was, was like, I, what do you, <laughs> yeah. I. But yeah, we went worked the deal right out. Here? I says, Yeah,
0: I gotta have your phone number. Of course, we told him ahead of time. And his, I remember Miss Jimmy, his wife saying, it's, "It'll be okay, Jerry." She said, "Guess oh, what?" he was not having it. Yeah, it was. He just old school, and he said, uh, "He said, guess." She said, "Guess what? You'll get another number, and you ain't gonna get nobody nagging you all the time. Let him have the headache and the phone number. You get you a phone number, and we'll just call who we need to call to give that number." That was funny. I'm glad you remember that, yeah. Uh, my memory ain't as good it used to be. So that's where, I mean, I went into a whole spin I mean, spin we still things.
1: to this day get phone calls. Oh yeah. Asking for yeah, Mr. For
0: Mr. Jerry, yeah. Yeah. So uh, so that's where I was and, and we landed into that uh, and I felt like I had to do it. And then I, he worked with me, you know, to kind of show me the range for about three months, but he knew I had it. And, man, I started digging holes for that old truck and we still got it, it's a great truck. Uh, Man, I, I started fixing ball field lights. People just had to get used to me and whatnot. And I was getting used to them and it was it was wonderful. A buddy of mine was helping me, he was having a good time. And man, we, we persevered that first year. We made some, some pretty dang good money. Um, <clears throat> was able to do some things around the shop and all and kinda of invest in the business side.
1: Well, we had to. I mean, you now had That's this right. so had, giant truck. Yeah, I had three, two of them, three of them. We, ha- I mean, we uh, overnight. I felt like we acquired oh, we did. so much we, more we junk we, we than we, we already acquired had.
0: Four vehicles: the van, the Zuzu, the big bucket, and the Derek truck. And we've and had, had your dad's,
1: and we've had your dad's truck, bread yeah, truck, yeah, yeah, sitting out here for awesome. years.
0: Well, as long as we've been here.
1: I mean, so, and so like, I just remember going, "Oh my gosh!" And we only had two acres going, of land. Then, what are we going to do with all this stuff?
0: We had two acres of land, but luckily we had a little in and out to the back part of our land. We built that other building, built the Red Iron Barn. Uh, and we had and the an old tornado. barn already. <laughs> yeah, the old old barns. That was our parts house. So that's where we were. So, I mean, I went in at full throttle. Uh, made some pretty good money that first year. Had, the Lord was looking after us. He made about the time you started getting slow, boom, something happened, man. Phone started ringing. People needed you, calling you. Yeah, it's so funny if you got a, a truck that can uh, bore holes in the ground people just they will call you so i dug a lot of holes first second year still do uh um, brad was out digging this morning the Funiac. but uh getting used to the trucks not scared of heights whooping out the lights people were calling i expanded that in the first two years i expanded the business probably doubled in what jerry was doing i was calling schools i was calling people i mean we just we take care of about 35 to 40 schools municipalities now getting my name out there I was trustworthy uh, you know just good and just charging you know not probably not charging enough then we've had
1: to go up you know here and there but just getting the job done I mean well, one of the things that I remember because I was teaching at this time that you when you're in the bucket you would always take a picture oh yeah of yeah. the ball field
0: yeah, ball field from up
1: high and this was drones this was Maybe, I mean, maybe you heard of a drone, but you it was not a commercial thing yeah. to get a to get a drone and get a picture right. from above your ball field, yep. um whatever it may be, football, softball, baseball, whatever it was. And you started posting them on Instagram, oh, yeah, and that's really where you started with quote unquote, social media because yeah. you always joke right. about, well, I don't even know what this wWW thing yeah, means. <laughs> like you've always <laughs> joked about that and how you can't use computers. but, that's where it was as you started posting those and people would start commenting yep. and they were like oh my gosh this yep. is such a great picture can we use it you know at the school can we use it you know in our yearbook can we use it and i was like wow like yeah. that's an interesting way to get into it bucket man
0: bucket man 77 come alive. where it started that's right it did but it was so uh I, I just i really started enjoying this work and we was we were doing ball fields then we would get uh, asked to do new construction on ball fields, and then that's where I, I, I see I saw that I had that niche in the market, um, and uh, it just it took off from there. And you know, then Brad came about uh, five and a half years ago. Met him, y'all can listen to that podcast. That's how we met. Um, I knew I had something good with him, and started teaching him everything I knew, threw him into it, uh, and he's excelled. Of course, he knew electricity. And we would get more and more calls for line work. That's privatized line work. we do it. Un- underground utilities, we dig a lot. So that's what we specialize in. But the ball fields are still up and running
1: because... Uh, uh, everybody needs to change light. Yeah, everybody needs to change light. And now with the whole LED versus the old school yeah. way. And some people wanted them all changed at one time. Or some people just wanted, um, you know, some of them to be changed out and then... You started to have to do research about, you know, making sure that what type of light is going to be best and um, for what type of ball field. And I remember you going through all of the different like brand name books and trying to read what type would be better for, you know, what you know that what size your ball field was or whatever. And um, that's right. I, so I mean, I remember you, you know, hey, let's try this light on this one, and you're like, oh, don't like that brand, and then you would try a different brand and. Like, I just, I don't know. you To say that you're so, quote, unquote, uneducated, like you say, oh, I completely no, and no. utterly disagree. No. I might have papers that say I have degrees, but you have so much more knowledge. And, and you are the prime example of once you find something that you're legitimately oh, yeah. interested in,
0: Man, you will
1: yeah. jump. i in, into a, it. That's anybody. Absolutely. Once you find something you're into, you know, and I can get on a soapbox, but that's that's one thing that we're lacking in our in our society letting people try out different things and once they find that let them run with it how much better would we all be if we only did stuff that we like to do that's right so we would be amazing
0: oh yeah i mean absolutely so the uh so we started doing ball field lights real heavy and uh musco we started doing musco lights uh we were contacted by by musco and we started getting some companies that were doing musco projects and We've gotten into that in the last three or four years, really heavy with that Musco projects and just lighting in general. We do all kinds of lights, but you know we still got our. Uh, we've upgraded to the small bucket, sold Mr. Jerry's van, got a new bucket uh, several years back, a small bucket, a service bucket they call it. Uh, this year in 2023, we upgraded to a 65 foot derrick, uh, and we still have the old 47 foot the transmission derrick's awesome. It digs bigger holes. We can go deeper, and plus it, it lifts up bigger poles. So I also just,
1: want everybody to know we did get another backhoe.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, we got a backhoe <laughs> excavator. Uh, we got some power company contracts uh, with our local power company. Uh, being a prime contractor, that's what we uh, was able to get them. So things things have progressed, but the the funny thing is about it, it's business. We it, it's booming, but it's just me and Brad, uh, or me and Brad, Mister David, or me and Brad and another guy, or you know but it's always been just me and Brad. And then, you know, we get a little busier, like Mr. David, he just wanted to piddle, so he piddled with us a couple different times, retired twice. But we always loved that extra hand, but me and Brad can do it all. So, I don't know, I don't even know what our, I mean, just for a two-man show, we made pretty good money last year. Uh, But Brad makes more money, so I pay myself a salary, Brad makes more money than, than I do, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud I can say that. A very conservative. so I told him, I said, Son, I don't need the money. My stuff's paid off. Uh, we're good. I mean, you know, I make what I can make, I can live off my, my salary. We've lived off it for years. And why why are we gonna I mean, I have the opportunity to up it, but why? I'd rather put that we're money. Not extravagant. Yeah, Let's put it back, back into business. Back into business and buy a dairy truck, man. That's what I'd rather do, or buy the equipment we need, or buy the excavator we need, or buy the trailer we need. So that's where that's where we're at. But I love the trade business. I'm an advocate for the trade business. I sit on the left board at Wallace College, one advisory boards.
1: You're not an advocate um, just for this trade. No, either. any trade. You're an advocate for all <laughs> trades.
0: Any trade. If, if you, it's not the
1: one that you like but somebody's yeah, still interested in it, you one. will push them. Absolutely. You will try to help them find the contacts to get into that Absolutely. trade. Absolutely. Trades are so important. We cannot function as a society without the trades. Yeah. And I, my gut is telling me that we're forgetting that.
0: We are, um, I, I would, I'd help anybody, I, just anybody that I can help. I, I just love it. I tell young men and young women all the time, if you're not sure, you're not sure what you'll do out of college. Join the join the military. I'm a firm believer in that. Absolutely. Uh, spend you four years or get into the trade business. And if you come to me and don't even want to work for me, I can, I can find you a job somewhere. Somebody's hiring. I know everybody.
1: <laughs> everybody knows me.
0: I know everybody. That's true. So, uh, but that's kind of you know that's kind of how I got started. Uh, that's kind of where we're at today. Um, I'm very thankful the Lord has blessed us uh, tremendously. Leaps
1: and bounds. Well, um, he's blessed us because we keep him focused. Absolutely. We keep, keep him. focused on him. Yep. We do what we're supposed to do. That's we right. raise the peop- raise our kids the way we're supposed right. to raise Real them. We're conservative. We, I mean,
0: just not lavish lifestyles for no means. But
1: He's first in our marriage. He's right. first in our life. and uh, Absolutely. He's the reason we have anything and everything. Oh,
0: absolutely. Um, I heard Dave Ramsey, I mean, I was watching him today, and he said, you buy a high-dollar car to look good for three minutes for somebody at a stoplight to somebody you'll never meet. Wow, and I'm, I feel the same thing. So, well, we was able to buy, buy John a new car this year, so that was awesome. me too. <laughs> yeah, the old one's, you know, six, eight years old, and uh, we ride them. So, work trucks the same way. So, uh, But we're blessed to have um, everything that we got, uh, blessed to have a good business. I mean, we're so backed up in work right now in 2023, and it's only 1st uh, of May.
1: Are you I'm, ready to hire me? Yeah,
0: well, absolutely. No, no, I, no. I, We're actually scheduled out to probably about September right now. Now, we fit things, small things in between it, but there's some bigger jobs. And, you know, we just, we bid. I've learned that process better over the years. I've learned how to manage things over the years. I'm transitioning more into the business aspect of it, but I still work about every day in the field or every other day that I can. And, you know, if there's stuff, Brad can knock out by himself. You know we're so funny because we come in. We only may work six hours. I mean, so so, yeah, it's, so it's, this is the kind
1: of it's constant.
0: This is the kind of boss that I swore I'd always be. When I when I got back into it the second time, I made a commitment to myself and everybody. I said I'm gonna be the boss that I want. That I would, as an employee, want to have a boss. A number one, you, you treat them. A number two, you treat them like gold. A number two, if they need something, you provide
1: absolutely um
0: uh you you let them make the money and you you live off of what you can you put everything uh towards the business or your employees
1: you treat I'm, an employee right they're going to stay with absolutely. you and do a good job it's still your name on the line
0: that's right so i try to strive to do that another thing is if we come in and bust our hunt for for six and a half hours we're going to get paid for eight and that, and so and but that surprises people that would do what i'm not paying somebody well it don't matter to me if you're in here and you're working your tail off that morning, we're hot and sweaty and we get in at twelve thirty, one o'clock, we're getting paid for eight hours.
1: If you've done everything you need to do I mean, on your list and you're making it happen, yeah, why not?
0: That's just the top guy, that's the type of person I want to be. And I, I do not call them employees. I call them I say No,
1: you give them nicknames.
0: No, well no, I said this <laughs> I said I work with Brad or I work with Brent or I work with my dad or, or we work together or they work for the company because I work for the company. I mean, I, I get a I get a, a W-2 just like everybody else. So I'm an employee also, so I just I don't feel like I'm pointing the fingers none of the, And I'll I'll do the dirtiest jobs, I'll do the shoveling, I'll do the ditch digging. Let them boys make the money. That's what we're paying them for. They make the big money. I'll do the other work. I've always been that way. I'll do and the, and man, it surprises people. I'll jump out there to shovel and just I mean just hammer down on it. And they're like, ain't that the owner? Yeah, so what? That dude works just like me do. Or mat- Matter of fact, he works more in some aspects of things. So. Hey, that goes right back to oh, yeah.
1: Treat people like so you want treat to be treated. Treat people,
0: and I've always been that way. I said, y'all make that big money. I'll go out here and do the, do the, do the junkie job sometimes. I'll make it happen. So that's the way I've always tried to excel, be in, in, in just in business. And we've learned a lot. Uh, we've had struggles, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I do enjoy the trades. I'm an advocate for it. Um, that's kind of how I got started. I mean, I, I, you know, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Uh, I know it's kind of ending there. <laughs> I mean, a whole lot more to say, but, you know, we could be here two more hours. But
1: Here's what I want to say. He's not done. <laughs> He's not done talking about the trades. He's not done working in the trades. And who knows, it may shift into something else. I mean, it's shifted our, you know, our yeah. entire married life oh, yeah. from a little bit of plumbing to a lot of plumbing to a little bit of electrical with a little bit of plumbing. I mean, it's it's constantly yeah, on the it's go. It's evolving. He is, I like to call him my six-month man. He gets really hardcore into something for a period of time. And then it it doesn't change. It just shifts a little bit. Yeah. And so. Well, something um, has come up. Well, because typically because you get really involved into something and you're like, oh, this is this doing it this way would be better. And it's your way of. Oh, yeah. Of educating yourself or making sure that you're still in love with what you're doing. And that's obvious. It's obvious from the first lady who paid you in pies to the lady who will still try to pay you in pies and you'll still help them. That's right. And that has something that's definitely something that to be said about you not just your company but you as a person which makes that company because if you aren't like that then nobody's going to want to hire you and you make your company like that then people are still going to want to work with your company work Absolutely. for your company and with your company yep. and that says a lot about your character and therefore the character of our company
0: yep and and, that's, so and you're exactly right i mean it's like it's not
1: the trades it's it's who's doing the trade and how you how hey, you, you represent represent the represent the, trades, represent the, the trades. people exactly.
0: you work for or or if you have your own company represent that company just so be an advocate push it um, I enjoy what I do every day I love it I mean we get out there and hustle and and it's just it's awesome so uh are we well we do probably uh, odd things yeah me and brads always get the funny thing about us is if we get some of the oddest jobs because nobody else wants to do it, but they know we can do it. We get some weird ones. Well, at least ones. you're willing to try. Yeah, we get some weird ones because can't nobody else figure it out. But Brad can figure it out. I can go ahead and tell you that. And uh, and then a lot of times he uses his knowledge my experience things, and he gets it done. And uh, it's just so – It's because
1: it, you're in the get-or-done club.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm president. <laughs> so, but we're just into that uh, field uh, where we, we get called in to do some odd things. But it's awesome because we're changing. We're somewhere different every day. We're not in the same place. It's, it's great. I love it. So – that's where I'm at. That's kind of my story as Bucket Man 77. And uh, man, I appreciate y'all being with us today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we're gonna have uh, podcast number three come out, episode number three. I'm trying to get my dad in here and just talk to him. That one might have to be
1: episode three, yeah. and four,
0: yeah, and four, yeah. Just get him talk about old school and then and then what he saw and then what he was kind of against in later in life. But I appreciate my wife coming and kind of doing the interview and and, and just thinking about them good times and, and great times still to this day. We're blessed to have what we have. Appreciate y'all. Uh, we're gonna get the filming thing worked out a little bit better. It just probably not gonna happen this time. We have some complications with the GoPro, but anyways, you can listen to us. Remember Spotify. We're gonna try to branch out to on other social media platforms to get it out there. Uh, it's kind of hard to load it up on YouTube and not be able to watch it, but you know, it'll happen. It'll evolve. Merch is coming out in a couple of months. We have got a website up and kicking. Emails. Big C, what's the email? Talks 77 at gmail.com if you want to, to email us about anything at all. Uh, do We can do sponsorship. We can do anything. Man, we're up for all of it. So just get a hold of us. DM me on social media, and I'll try to respond the best I can. Um, so that's it. Thank you all. See you next time.